0: music mm-hmm. Good afternoon. Good morning. Whenever you pull pull up this podcast, this is Brent Dykeman coming at you with Rule the Galaxy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Don't check your radios. Uh, Rule the Galaxy has a new host, uh, hostess of the mostest, I guess. This is uh, not my first time but because I did a Legion podcast, but this is um, rolling with it. We're going to talk some Star Wars, Star Wars news and Andor. But as always, we have uh, a few guests or one guest with us. Kind of one of the regulars, Alfie. Tell me what's going on. How are you doing?
1: Doing good, man. I can't believe the stars have aligned, and it's just you and I tonight. I mean, it's, <laughs> what is, I know this what is, is what the people have been clamoring for—just <laughs> Bren Alfie, unfiltered, unplugged, uninhibited.
0: <laughs> uh, what, what did D Doc say that he always enjoyed when we would go back and forth because yeah. the because our our point of views are very different, and uh, we definitely look at it in a different way. Right. Um, and so, it's all in good fun. You know? Yeah, no, for sure. So yeah, I enjoy having it. Oh, yeah. I enjoy having was it. a good time. So if we, wh-
1: if we all thought the same, what would be the point in talking about it all the time?
0: Why would you pull up a podcast if you felt right. the same way about everything? Which, right? So that's where we're at. We're talking some Star Wars. Let's talk about, uh, I don't know. I mean, this is not my most favorite topic. However, I will go ahead and indulge because there's some there's some news come, <clears throat> coming out from Hasbro as well as I read something on StarWars.com. But Alfie, you shared off uh, image, several images. Um, were you able to pick up anything? Let's do Toy Time.
1: Toy oh, Time, toy with, Bryn time Alfie. with Bryn and Alfie. Yeah, I uh, got a good deal this week. I don't have them with me because um, let's just say I really didn't want it to be known that I... <laughs> broken the will of my wife and not buying as much stuff as I have been but I just happened to see uh, on bestbuy.com some really good uh, figures on clearance I picked up uh, the Chiru Black Series for less than $10 Uh, the Best Buy I think it was a Best Buy exclusive carbonized Black Series or credit collection Black Series Moff Gideon He was less than $10 and then two of the retro figures for $3 a piece. So I really didn't need them, but for that price, I couldn't really pass them up either.
0: So I was down in Ocala, Florida last week or Mm -hmm. two weeks ago, two weeks ago. Was it two weeks? Cause I was, I on last week. I can't remember. Gosh, days run together. But so I was down in Ocala recently. Let's do that. And uh, I went around the mall, went to a GameStop or whatever, whichever one still exists, and they have some figures. And I found um, a Savage Opress, but they didn't call him
1: Savage Opress. They just called him, like, a – Are you sure that wasn't a Fallen Order uh, night brother? That's what what it was called, right?
0: So it was a night brother, but, I mean, Mm -hmm. come on. the Night Brother was painted up yellow. Like, right.
1: It's Savage. Am I wrong? Like, yes, you are. Because that uh, is only, and I, I don't, I only mean that because that is, a, that is a, a gaming greats um, line of black series. Those are specifically from video games. Gotcha. So that one is so, from Fallen Order.
0: Right. So it's from Fallen Order, but it, it looks, it would look the same as Sauvage Press, Right. I wrong?
1: Because, they're the same species
0: right and they're the same color like he's got the same color markings it was a yellow so that was one and then i also saw the client which is the old werner herzog
1: from i would uh, like to see the baby
0: yes uh the and he had his little uh ice cream like one of the things that came in it was like one of the ice cream
1: safes so uh (sighs) that figure kills me because i want it because that's just me i'm I have a problem, <laughs> a serious problem. But I bring it up all the time. How are we getting the client at you know a premium of $25? And there's still no Black Series Ben Solo. No oh, uh, yeah. Rise of Skywalker Ray with the yellow lightsaber. You no, know, um, there's still not a battle of create Luke Skywalker. Okay. You know, I mean, that was a pretty think, significant yeah, look in the film to make a figure from.
0: They really haven't merchandised the sequels no. at all. But yeah, it's not something that's on their radar,
1: it seems. Um, I hate so, that we don't have Game Stops anymore. There is one, you know, still in Greenwood, but it's on the wrong side of town. And I, I just don't go to that side very often. I mean, it, it's kind of the future of
0: all of technology and all of entertainment everything's going digital whatever you can just buy right. everything digital which is kind of what what we're going to get into as we get into our next couple topics but i got a couple more toy things to talk about one thing i don't know if you've noticed it or not um starwars.com i was doing some research imagine that um, I like it yeah so starwars.com is going to do something starting every monday i believe it's every monday maybe every sometime this every week they're going to release an article of hot buys up until December 13th. So every week from now until December 13th, there's going to be an article listing three to five different toys that you can purchase. Um, Some of them will be pre-orders. Some of them theoretically should be out in the wild and out on the shelves. I, I do say theoretically because obviously we know what happens. So there's a couple of things that were highlighted in that. And one of them is something that I, I know you saw yesterday. I believe it was a tweet from Yak um, There is going to be a phase two clone trooper helmet. Yeah, that looks really nice. And so tell me about the Black Series helmets and like, cause this one, like all of this collecting stuff is like more or less
1: lost on me. So what's the draw other than the fact that it's a cool looking helmet? It's a really cool looking helmet. It's not quite movie quality, but it's pretty close. It says Black Series on it on the box, <laughs> you know. So they do have different features. You, know, I, I think I have five now, and they each do a different thing. Uh, the past couple, Mando and the rearmored Boba Fett, I don't think have really lived up to their features. Whereas, like the Luke Skywalker helmet that i have when you press a button the battle of hoth starts right oh and, hoth. okay I, yeah. I thought it was the
0: trench run i yeah, think yeah trench I, run yeah you're right you're okay. right yeah i remember seeing that in the same stories. thing with
1: the poe dameron helmet you know once you push the button you're in the middle of a dogfight. and bb8's you know doing this and you hear all the effects and um it's just another you know high-end collectible and like everything else, once you start getting one, you want them all
0: right, and I can see a whole like i don't know it's one of those tall um thin cabinets that have shelves it's a mm-hmm. it's a sh- and just seeing you having all the like in your Star Wars room with all of those oh, yeah. helmets in in a row would be awesome because so there's a Vader, there's a poe, right? there's a Luke, there is now going to be a phase two clone Think trooper there's there's
1: Vader. At least three different Boba Fett's, and then man, you said Mando. Yeah, I have Mando,
0: and then Um, there's Captain Cardinal from the sequel trilogies. mm -hmm, Do they have have a phasma? Do they have a fat? Didn't they ever do a phasma one?
1: I don't think they've done a phasma, but I only started collecting them recently, and then I really had to slow down because they are expensive. I mean. They're not really that expensive, but I have a hard time spending over $100 for something. And you make it $99. It's fair. And you're like, okay. But then once it's $100, it's like, oh, well, you know. (laughs) (laughs) 99. 99 is the enticing. Because you're not spending 100. And now a good thing about these, and I wouldn't say necessarily it's good for whoever makes them, but their distribution and supply is worse than black series figures okay and there are target like i the target here in greenwood has a dozen boba fett rearmored helmets that's like six months late right and now they're stuck with 12 of them and how many are they going to sell at 125 dollars so if you're a patient and willing to look, right. places like Target, uh, Best Buy is a great one because I do not understand why Best Buy carries Star Wars figures, but I absolutely love that they do because <laughs> they're never in the they, store. They right. rot in a warehouse somewhere, and then all of a sudden, they're all 50% off. And I've yep. gotten helmets from them. Um, Marshalls is a good place to look because Target will send you know the helmets they don't sell to their... The, Luke Skywalker and the Poe helmets, I both got for $20 at Marshall's. And if you go look on Amazon right now, they're, they sell for like $150, $200. Which
0: which is just the nature of retail sales. And sorry, like Marshall's is not taking a loss by selling it for $20. Just like, like they're the cost. And then, and then they're retailing them for like 120 when they start, let's say. And Marshall sells it for 20 and they're not taking a loss. Just the profit margin that they put on this stuff. is. And it's
1: just this distribution because uh, there was a, you know, what was it last year was the 40th of empire. And there was a reissue of the Boba Fett helmet, the, the, the weathered classic original trilogy. I couldn't find it anywhere, but you know, once again, yak faces page, there's a, a target and, you know, the middle of idaho somewhere that had in caps full <laughs> right <laughs> and the reality of them selling you know 50 of these helmets at 150 is zero to none so those went somewhere and were clear and soft right
0: um so speaking of the original trilogy mm-hmm. one of the other items that was on this most recent post of hot toys for the holidays was all of the Return of the Jedi. I think they're 12-inch Blacks, or they're on the Return card. They're on the Vintage card. Yeah, they're the Retro series. The Retro series, I believe, but I think they're six inches. They're not three and three quarters, though, right?
1: No, they're three and three quarters. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Retro does, like, six figures at a time, and that'll be the next wave is Return of the Jedi. And so...
0: Just what we need is another Lando Calrissian. Right. Yeah. Right. Another Lando. He was another one that was listed. Like another scout trooper. Right. Is it even like a? uh, Is it even like a re-skinned
1: scout trooper, or is it the same scout trooper? It it looks like the one from 1983. You know, they look like the original Kinner line. Um, I don't have any of the remakes of the originals. I missed out on those, uh, but lately I've been buying the Boba Fett line from the Book of Boba Fett, and then there was one for um, Kenobi is out now. Yeah, they're starting to put Kenobi stuff. Yeah.
0: so you, That's a cool looking. Those, way, I, that was a cool looking Obi-Wan,
1: by the way, the, yeah. the Obi show. I found some of those, but I still need to find the Vader. I have not found that one and that's i thought looked the coolest but as far as like the book of boba fett ones i i like the look of them i mean they're taking a a new character and then making it look like giving it that you know 1980s kinner feel to it
0: and i so they're also going to have leia in the indoor outfit
1: and i believe wicket is going to be it's like uh... yeah wicket the emperor the jedi luke scout yeah. trooper lando and han and leia i think yeah so
0: those are those are on their way right that's one yes. that they've, they've announced they're kind of uh, mm-hmm. coming attractions that wasn't so it's the feature i just looked it up because i got my computer today uh bring home the galaxy is what it's called and so another one that they highlighted was the razor crest and it'll have five mini figures in it. Ooh. So it looks like it's got a quill and a blurg. It looks like it's got Mando and the uh, the baby Yoda in his pram or his stroller. And I can't see who the rest of them are. Um, there's like a blue face person, but I can't remember. Oh, it could be Mithral. Is it Me, Mithral? Yeah.
1: Mithral. I, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah. The dude with like his first bounty. Mm hmm. Gotcha. So is this the micro so yeah so that's a so
1: collection or what what is this Razor Crest part of? Micro um squadrons? so I, I believe
0: it is just a ultimate collector series Razor Crest by the Lego Group. I think oh, it's, it's by a, the it, Lego Group. Yeah, so it's a Lego oh. kit. It's the actual so from, i'm reading from the uh website 28 inches long is what the uh, the Razor Crest measure, measures. Ooh. So that is a big, twenty-eight inches. That's a two-foot. That's a foot, that's big, a big pricey ship. set. Yeah, that one's going to be up there, isn't it? I would say so. But that—I mean—the Razor Crest is just—I was so upset when they blew that thing up. That is such an iconic ship.
1: Yeah, that's a good uh, one.
0: Like it had care it was a character, just like the Falcon is kind of the right. character of the original trilogy. The Razor Crest was a character, and they blew it up. Brr. Oh, which brings me to a question I'm going to ask you. Um, I was watching because I didn't see the advanced. Um, I didn't watch the celebration leaked footage. Um, I recently, maybe a month ago, watched the trailer for Mando season three. Mm-hmm. So, Just because I brought out the Razor Quest and we're talking about Mando, I want to ask this question. So when the Mandos drop out of the drop ship. Yeah, so you see them. Awesome. Oh, it looks amazing. Okay, so there's a couple of things that I noticed. Well, one thing, major thing that I noticed, they were all wearing blue. Mm-hmm. And if you remember back to season one, the night of a thousand tears, right, when Din gets picked up, right, the one who came and got him was wearing blue, right, Death Watch. So what I'm th- and when I the if you look at the scenery behind those Mandos it looks similar to the Night of the Thousand Tears. So it looks like it might be like a, a, I'm thinking it might be like a flashback to how he finds out and how like Bo's going to tell him a story about you thought this was your father, right? Because that was what the armor was saying. And there's going to be this confrontation. There's going to be a conversation about here is your background. And I'm thinking there's going to be a flashback to that Night of the foul you'll find out actually what happens and we might see that more i
1: could see that i I would be down for that you know um my love for the mandalorians i would love to see any and all that they are willing to show of backstories their culture what happened you know where they're at what they're doing and one thing that you know i'm not quite understanding yet because the dark saber isn't something new we've seen this transition of power many times in the clone wars so this trailer really sets up that there's a lot of friction you know with din having it and that he you know the armor says he's not a mandalorian both katans often are rainy castle by herself why are the mandalorians just not rallying behind him i know that's probably the whole focus of the series so why ask that question but still (laughs) Right, seems a little different than when Sabine held it up, and everybody's just like, "Oh, yay, she's the leader now." At the same time, as he was fighting the Paz
0: Vizsla, it was he wasn't able to wield it, and neither was Paz. Right, it was getting heavier and heavier, so you would think that he would have to be able to wield it for
1: them to get around him. And I don't—he wielded it pretty well when once uh, old baby Yoda showed up at the end of Book of Boba Fett.
0: I don't remember that.
1: So he was, it was, he brought it back out in Boba Mm -hmm. Fett. I can't remember. Yeah, when he was on top of the uh, scorpion droid, he was like banging into the shield. Okay. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. Looked that way to me. Yeah. But we'll
0: see. Or it could be he he was using the weight, knowing knowing that it was going to be heavy. That is Uh, true. (laughs) And tried to use that as the stabbing. Uh, So just one more thing to go back to that. So speaking of Boba Fett, since you brought it up, uh, it looks like one of the other things they highlighted on this web page is a kid's snow gear. So there'll be snow boots and like a camo pattern based on Boba Fett mittens and a heavy winter coat um, for. um, But not in my size. It does not look like it. it looks like it's kids sizes i didn't Mm. read much into it but it looks like it is for kids it's Uh, not like the one last year from columbia the one last year from columbia were smoking but they were also like three hundred dollars or so (laughs) yeah no kidding (laughs) but they were pretty sweet looking so yeah so toy time that's i wanted to bring that up and so starwars.com it might be something worth going over and talking about every week when we take a look at it but they're gonna just highlight some of the items i will definitely be checking that out and, and you're And if you're bored at work, just head over to StarWars.com. I'm not sure when the thing comes up, but I believe I'll look at the title is again. It's Bring the Galaxy Home is the name of like the article to look for on StarWars.com. So you have your toys and the Black Series stuff. I have toys that I play my little board game with. And this week is a very, very big week because Din Djarin, and IG88 and IG11 and Baby Grogu are released. So Friday, nice. uh, so Friday the twenty-first is the North American release date for those toys. Um, so they're going to become playable characters in the game. So you can use them. Um, Dinjarin can go and work with the Empire as well as he can work with the rebels because he was kind of on both sides and he is a mercenary. Mm -hmm. So, so he can collect bounties. Right. Um, Grogu has some, some latent powers. Um, He's got some tricks. One of them says, do the, do the hand thing is the name of the card. Um, I don't know what the trick actually is. Another thing is he can heal some of your characters um, you you have a chance. It's you roll a dice, and whatever the dice tells you, you have a chance to heal a character close to you. So he could heal Dinjarin if he needed to. Um, and then Dinjarin has a weapon. This is the first time this has ever happened. It's the Am Bam rifle, but it is the rifle has an infinite range, and if you roll one dice, it it, it deals a wound no matter what it's shooting at. So you just Name the target as long as he right. can see it, it's going to deal damage if you roll the dice and get that result. So it's a chance, it's like a it's probably like a 60% chance that you're actually gonna put a wound onto something that's almost get, like, pretty guaranteed if you're in playing the odds. So now see,
1: in my game, it's an instant kill.
0: Yeah, it's not an instant kill, it's just one wound. Instantly. Yeah, but you
1: have to wait for it to you. I can't remember if it's five turns or six turns okay. for it to charge up right and then so, once you do it's an instant kill
0: so this one like the way that we've talked about it with my play group is if somebody's run like it's towards the end of the game and Jarn has a bounty that he's put out on somebody they're running away or they're trying to hide and din can peek around the corner and if he can peek around the corner and put wounds on the guy if you're going to collect that bounty um by doing this so it's a way to kind of collect that bounty it, i've watched a couple people play it and it's not a, it's it's a 60 percent chance right right so there's still a 40 percent chance that it doesn't work so a lot of people freaked out when they started talking about it because we all are worst case scenarios doomsday thinkers now um, um
1: i thought i was reading something recently did a bounty hunter bounty hunter faction just start in that game
0: so yeah a new
1: rule book or something
0: yeah so they brought into the game i want to say mid-june uh the shadow collective so the shadow collective contains units of pike foot soldiers Mm -hmm. black sun foot soldiers darth maul uh maul super commandos so the maul mandalorians and then you can also add in there gar saxon at this point nice so they are and then you can add into that faction different bounty hunters so yeah it's kind of a it's a mercenary unit and those they interact with each other like the black sun can't go with the rebels but it can be put in the empire so you can have them in an the empire team um as just kind of a an extra unit that's off doing their own thing um to try to help you out the pikes can go into any faction because the pikes are willing to sell themselves as long as they get the money for the spice um, Maul gets the dark saber, so he can actually wield the dark saber. And his dice pool for the dark saber is pretty cool. So yeah, so they just did that. But going back to the bounty hunters, they have IG Eleven and IG Eighty Eight. And with IG Eleven, he can be a rebel or an empire. He can also be a bounty hunter, or he can take care of Grogu. So he can have Grogu along with him, just like Din can have Grogu along with him. So there's, huh. that box comes with two different models that you can sculpt. Um, and I was able to do and make the spinny arms stance. So I took some of the arms and I put them out to the side. So he was in the, uh, what is it? When they were going to get Baby baby Yoda at the time uh, when he spun around in circles shooting. Right. So yeah, so IG-11 is going to be pretty cool. Um, Din Djarin and then Baby Grogu, The other thing was, there are three different sculpts of baby Grogu. One is just him with his hand out doing the hand thing. The second sculpt is him swallowing a frog. So there's the picture of him, and then there's like two two feet coming out of his mouth. And then the third one, which was a limited edition, and the parent company decided to to reward the top-selling Legion stores so roughly 200 of the top selling grossing legion stores received a shipment of these third sculpt baby yodas um and he's holding the cup of the cup of soup so he's got a i a like hand, it yeah so there's three different ones um and because of my relationship with the with it i was able to and i pre-ordered it Told him i wanted it um i was able to get that limited edition sculpt so I have oh, yeah all you three can't pass that up of, yeah so i got all three sculpts sculpts of yoda and uh dinjarin and people are trying to research right now how to paint them up and make it look shiny and chrome like um almost have to get like an automobile autom- automobile paint hmm. so
1: now i always like listening to you talk about this because like we've done before i like to compare it to the game i play galaxy of heroes yeah and it's, it's very similar and but when
0: you look at it you have ton more characters i have i stopped playing right. it after a while but you have a ton more characters because it's been around a lot more time and lucasfilm is I don't know they've worked with them, or I don't know if they have the license, but they're using a license. Um, There's so much red tape, I feel like, with the game, and it takes time for them to develop it. Mm -hmm. That that Boba Fett, I remember we were talking about it, you were reading an article about it, but they're going to do a Rebel Boba Fett. They still haven't released that figure. We're talking, we found out about it a year and a half ago, and they're still in that development phase because they want to make sure that they get the rules right for them. Um, and they want to make sure that they have production. Um, he should be coming out in, if not the end of this year, early next year, but like that just, it takes a long time. So when you talk about like Hasbro and their production problems, this just is development time to get the new stuff out. Um, they're going to drop out dark troopers and, uh, Moff Gideon. So Moff Gideon and and dark troopers are going to become playable soon. Um, they've already showed them, um, the rebels are gonna get Ahsoka. She looks like uh, Fulcrum uh is the model that they have. But if nice. the rebels are getting them soon you will get a younger version too for the uh Republic. But so yeah. So there's some toy time. Oh one of the other things you were talking 40, uh, 40th anniversary of um it? 40th anniversary Empire. of uh Empire. So the next one 40th anniversary of return of the Jedi is coming up in May. So May of 2023, it'll be
1: the 40th anniversary of Jedi. Are you shaking your head because it's been 40 years? Yeah, yeah. I remember standing in line like it was yesterday, man. So I, I was three, right? So I'm not quite oh, as, as young as the rest,
0: right? I'm not quite as young, and I don't, re, I don't remember it. I remember sitting in my grandma's chair. I've
1: told that story a couple of times, right? That was my first like memory of watching it. I can um, remember seeing Star Wars in the theater but i'm sure it was just re-releases you know obviously my timeline of memories there doesn't isn't you know anything to hold a candle to but um i remember seeing empire in the theater because it was very upsetting to me because i would have been like 3 years old and uh yeah. didn't quite understand you know the whole frozen and carbonite thing yeah um but jedi is the one that i remember standing in line for all day and just like having that feeling of going into the screen you know that 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 one hooked me and I don't know if I was breathing while I was watching that I can remember (laughs) the speeder bike chase being like the most amazing thing I'd ever seen
0: oh oh I could I can only imagine I mean I remember seeing it at the the special like the uh, special editions when they released but just seeing that at that time on the big screen and how fast they were going, the sound it made, mm-hmm. like that, those icon they are iconic now, right? But at the time, like
1: that, that would have blown my mind as a five, six year old. That and the grabbing the uh, diving board backflip into catching the lightsaber, you know, Which, that was the first Jedi thing we'd ever seen.
0: Did he force pull that, or did R2 shoot it on a trajectory to get it to him? I would think a little bit of both. I always felt like R2 shot it to him, and he just catched it. But I've heard other people say, like, catched, he caught it. But I've heard other people say that he used the force to pull it into his... I
1: don't know, man. I was five years old. It was badass.
0: Yeah, no, that was cool. And then Boba Uh, Fett hitting the sail barge and falling in. Yeah.
1: I was a little upset about that, but hey, gotta take the good with the bad. <laughs> Boba Fett, Boba Fett, where? where? <laughs> There's a few things when I'm
0: playing against Boba Fett. That's, that's yeah. one. And then you another gotta one. That. And then Han, when we're playing Han, I always go, we gotta say
2: hand. <laughs>
0: so anyways, uh, what I was getting at was with that anniversary they've announced and they've already shown the sculpts. Um, they had them already at uh celebration. The Ewoks are going to become playable characters in uh, right around celebration. So May ish or not celebration, but right around May during that uh, 40th anniversary. They also talked about having, and this is what I have to buy the ATST, which you can play with an ATST, mm. but yeah. you can have Chewbacca as your pilot. Oh. And he could be with the Ewoks, and like that, that is just so amazing to me because that is like that was them swinging on the vine, and then him pulling the guy up out of the ATST was just one of my favorite childhood memories of Star yeah, Wars. That's a good one. And so now, like, they're, like I'm excited to get the Ewoks, but I'm also excited because I can also run an ATST with Chewbacca as my pilot, which is just awesome.
1: Yeah, I, I really, I've always liked the ATST. A great design. It was great scenes in the movie uh, as a kid. Yeah, that whole Tarzan deal. That was, mm-hmm. that was good <laughs> uh, So, yeah. So the Ewoks are in my game and they are one probably next to the Geonosians. Right. So one annoying. Annoying teams to fight because they do no damage, but they attack nonstop. You never get a turn.
0: Yeah, I I didn't get them built up to that level before I stopped playing that game. So uh, I just, it took forever to build. It got to a point where it took forever to build up the money to be able to upgrade. And I just, I was frustrated with how long it took. So I just. I stuck with it. it.
1: And it's still, when you, you know, make a decision that this is what I'm going after. I mean, it's still like a six month process. Right. To finish everything. If you're playing going free to play which I am yeah. I would say 75% free to play I don't buy much but I do buy little because they keep adding new modes and mm. you know I like, like the
0: starship mode I was I enjoyed doing the starship. mode. Yep. Uh, starship the, so like you're you're flying with x-wings and uh kylo Ren's ship
1: well and, and now there's galactic Legends starships so oh so the, you can you,
0: do the big guys huh so you yeah can big but trillion ships
1: you have to it's just like with the big characters in the main game you have to upgrade so many yeah. things to get like the executor you have to upgrade um uh admiral pyatt and then all of the bounty hunters and Darth Vader and oh, wow. then all of their ships. Right. So, Cause
0: that's where you met them was on that ship. Right. So that's why you have to, okay. That makes sense. Gotcha. All right. So toy time took a little bit longer than I was anticipating, but as, as we always know, we can get talking about things that we care about. Um, a couple news type news things popped up before we get into talking about Andor. Um, and I believe it's seasons or episode seven, the announcement. Um so big news, and I feel like we have to cover it, but I, I mean, I don't know necessarily how everyone sits on this idea. Uh, Michelle Rejuan, which I believe is how you pronounce her name, mm-hmm. um, steps down as a senior executive with Lucasfilms. They are going to, uh, she is going to remain as a producer. So somebody who still has her hands in the mix on different projects, but she is no longer one of the higher ups at Lucasfilm. Is that the way you interpret it
1: as well? That's the way I took it. Uh, she was the executive producer of Andor, Kenobi, and then Rogue Squadron was supposed to be her film. She was a co producer on the. She actually, you know, to go back to the beginning, she worked with JJ Abrams. And so she was co producer on The Force Awakens and right. The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. And was she being groomed to take the Kathleen Kennedy role sometime in the future? I, you know, I don't know. I don't work at Lucas <laughs> Films. I'm not privy to that information, but it kind of looked that way. But I mean, that's from the outside looking in. We'll right. never I, know
0: the truth of that. I am no insider and I don't like to like throw speculation, especially when it comes to somebody's job. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't like,
1: this I don't could like just be throw- somebody who said, hey, this isn't for me. I, I want to go back to doing this. Uh, I thank you for the opportunity. It was great. We did some great stuff, but I'm better suited for this role. Is this the doom and gloom, the finally we're getting Kathleen Kennedy and we're going to remake the sequel trilogies? No, <laughs> it's not. Right. And
0: so I, I mean it kind of begs the question of what's the future of Lucas Lucasfilms? How does how does this one since she, her name seems to be if you read the blog posts, if you read the internet, if you get into the other podcast, and people who actually have some knowledge, it seemed like she was being the one groomed. It seems like she is kind of like was it like a number two, three, four um, higher up? What does the what is that what does that sp- Fell for Lucasfilm. I mean, obviously, I think it's up in the air, but
1: yeah, I I don't really know because we're dealing with streaming now mostly. right You know, we're pretty far removed from the Rise of Skywalker, so there's no number like the Rise of Skywalker cost two hundred fifty million dollars to make, and it made a billion dollars. Or you know, Solo cost eight hundred million dollars to make it, it made two hundred, so it's a failure. We don't. I, I don't know how to gauge this streaming stuff. I, maybe somebody does. I don't know. Somebody put this crap out the other day about right. viewership. I, I I don't know what that means. It's a bunch <laughs> of lines and maybe I'm stupid or something, but one line is lower than the other one. What does that line mean? I don't really know.
0: I mean, so right. And it goes back to statistics, right? We can make statistics look to be whatever we want statistics right. to look, look at, depending upon what story we're trying to tell with the stats. But I think that comes back to the next kind of topic and it ties in all of these kind of tie together. I'm not on the Twitter versus much, um, but I'm in a couple Facebook groups that are star Wars related. I have seen, and this is something somebody brought up in our group chat, right? That there has been limited chatter about Andor. Which Alfie's referring to the graph showing that Andor's, the demand to watch Andor is far less than any of the other Disney streaming shows. Um, and I think a lot of, there's, there's a thousand different factors that play into that. Um, okay. But obviously Mandalorian was number one. And I think the, what pulls Mandalorian and what the draw from the Mandalorian is Grogu. Because of the cuteness factor of Grogu, he has won the hearts of the general public, the non-Star Wars fan. Right, he's brought he brought people into the Star Wars franchise that weren't there. He's on everything, um, and I think that's what that's where that's why that demand curve is a lot higher. You're catering to a a niche fan base, I believe, when you're doing a book of Boba Fett when you're doing a Andor show. Those are niche markets within the fan base. Right. So so I feel like the viewership is going to be lower just because they're they're not there's there hasn't been anything to
1: offer that mass appeal. I would agree with that. And you know Mando has a very nice balance between Grogu side of the show and the Mando side of the show. Uh Mando like you said, he's coming to legions. Right. Uh, there's two different mandos in my game, Beskar right. Mando and Bounty Hunter Mando. He is a iconic figure right out the gate. You know, mm-hmm. just like Boba Fett. There's something about you know Star Wars characters and helmets. We love them. Right. And then you have that cuteness with Grogu. That hey, Dad's watching Mando, but I like this show too because of Grogu. So we can all watch together. Uh, I, I think the format of the show is a lot easier of a show to watch, you know, the serial of the week type of format. Mm-hmm. You know, we're this is like the the rifleman or something, you know. Uh it's more traditional. It's right? more of a traditional setup. It's more of a yeah, story like of said, the week.
0: Story of the week. It there there is kind of a long arching storyline right. and then yeah, there's Yeah, kind a, of the
1: kind of yeah. story. We're wandering from village to village, but all of our adventures kind of tie together Are leading bit. to one, Yeah, to one overarching story. And yeah. It's a much easier show to watch. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, yes, and then you're going to take slices of it and say, okay, we can expect this audience to follow to Ahsoka. And then we can expect right. this audience to go to the Book of Boba Fett. Um, and or... I mean it's a prequel of a prequel with uh and you hate to say that because you know I read some comments today well I'm not watching the show because I know where the story ends (laughs) well okay yeah well you knew where Darth Vader's story ended so why'd you watch the prequels you know and a lot of people are saying um I don't really have any interest in the character to watch it every week I'd rather just wait for it all to be out at once and then I'll watch it
0: Um, So, so I, my argument to the, uh, because I already know where the story goes. My argument to that is, did you watch Titanic? I know where that story ends. Did you, did you watch Pearl Harbor? I know what happens there. Did you watch anything about the Vietnam war? I know what happens there. I mean, it's all just because you have an understanding of where it goes. Doesn't mean that you're not going to be interested in what they're doing to get there.
1: You know, and I had this conversation with a person about Kenobi and they were really upset you know when the news came out that this was supposed to be movies trilogy mm, yeah. you know we're going to make this big story and you, this you know you had people saying well why can't we be happy with a series but just like andor's kind of showing you right now man there's a lot of series to watch you know this is one in a bucket of really good series i mean it, don't get me wrong all this criticism is just we're answering questions here. I really yeah. like this show, but I mean, you, House of the Dragon is going to pull a large amount of people who, if you only have time to watch, you know, a few shows a week, you're going to watch House of the Dragon first. Uh, Rings of Power had a, a big audience. Um, then you have shows that are, you know, the popular of the moment. You know, the, your Facebook series, uh, and, and that's Dahmer right now. Everybody's mm-hmm. watching Dahmer, so to expect a large audience to watch this prequel of a prequel with a side character being the focus. And then once you start watching it, you're like, well, I thought this was supposed to be about Andor. And there's a lot of other stories here that i am not really, I'm even less interested in than than this one. Right.
0: And I think it, yeah, there's a lot of things that we can talk about that we think it suffers from. But one thing I was going to go to and somebody mentioned it was the, uh, the lack of chatter right so when i woke up in the morning for boca boba fett on the facebook groups that i'm a part of there were 15 posts by seven o'clock they were like spoiler and they wanted to mm-hmm. talk about the episode obi-wan there was about 15 posts by seven o'clock of people that had watched it and wanted to talk about it they were like spoiler alert don't read long if you don't want to know what's going on right with andor it's like three
1: yeah i wake up every morning uh, you know what is that wednesday morning and the first thing i do is check uh my page that i go to on reddit and there's one post right and it's just the general discussion of the episode and typically by 5 a.m on the other star wars shows there might be 900 to thousands of comments and there's like 50 right you know so um, i just i just think
0: it's a niche market right and it's a niche market people probably gave it a, gave it a go on the first episode it wasn't what they were looking for and i mean star wars is either broadening or it's different it's mm-hmm. it's it's a different show there's no doubt about it and they uh, they just gave up on it
1: like you know and there's always and this is the beautiful thing about streaming you can always go back and rewatch yep uh, you know, I'm a Boba Fett guy. I love Boba Fett. I, we could talk about for hours of all the Boba Fett merchandise that I have. I liked the series. I wasn't overly like blown away by it or anything, but I went back and rewatched it and it was a lot better. I rewatched it actually um, after watching season one and two of Mando just watched them all together and i was like oh you know actually this kind of fits and it is a lot better i see what they were trying to do here i haven't gone back and watched those but
0: i did go back and kind of rewatched a little bit of andor just to see where things are going and how it went um one thing that i think this show does somewhat lack and this is something that i think is indicative of a lot of the good star wars movies and the cliffhanger There, there isn't really a strong cliffhanger Mm -hmm. at the end of each episode there isn't something that's like oh my god i gotta see more like at the end of mando season one episode one you see baby grogu and you see those eyes and then they do the whole michelangelo reach out and touch from a distance and you're like oh god i gotta see where this is going and then at the end uh, episode two he helps the mando he picks up the mythosaur and then he passes out and then it's more or less over and it's like okay did he die what's going on like what what's happening here Right. So there are there were cliffhangers. Um, another one would be like an excitement type of thing towards the end. So Mandalorian season two, you have Luke coming back and does the Luke things. If you go to Rogue One, you have Vader doing Vader things right. Mm-hmm. at the, Right at the end. So there isn't that excitement building piece, except for episode three, where they had the scars guard and then the shooting and then him blowing up as they were running away. Right. And then episode six, where they had the whole heist, right? The whole that whole episode was. So those are the th- those are the two main cliffhanger things that people are clamoring for, I guess.
1: You know, and that's going to be my uh, complaint about the show is I need a little you know pew pew action, and you know, do do I expect the rebel? We'll jump drop out of hyperspace you know above scarif no is that what i want yeah kind of you know <laughs> right um this but they're not even a Rebels show at this is point, really right? great but it's just it needs some action
0: well i don't disagree like there i i agree with that piece right but it's also it's gotta it you can't just have action for action you gotta have a purpose for the action
1: it can't like there and it doesn't seem like there's a place to fit it in with the story that they're trying to tell it right but after seven episodes i need a little more than the you know security force and uh the imperial like (laughs) d team you know and i understand that and like i said today in our chat i I'm expecting to be blown away at some point and come back and say okay I get it I get it I get it it was worth the wait but you've set me up long enough you've had 7 episodes I need a little something a little taste
0: one of my social media groups they put out a question and asked for um, what would you make out of your hazlab like if you from the indoor show what would you want the next hazlab item to be I'm like, the show hasn't even done yet. There might be something, because I know in the previews, there was the ship that had the lightsabers out the side of it. We haven't
1: seen that yet. Well, we've seen the ship, we just haven't seen the lightsabers. Okay. Is that Skarsgård's ship? Yeah. Okay, so we haven't seen that yet, or at least that
0: piece, because I think that would be freaking amazing. We haven't Um, seen Saw yet, or his base. Are we sure we're going to see Saw I think we expect to see him, but are we sure? I thought he was in the trailer. Well, it's, I can't remember the trailer. Yeah, he was I, in the trailer. He talks okay. to cards Garden. Okay. So you got that. You also have this this prison with the with the shoeless people, which I feel mm-hmm. like we're gonna see this coming up. So,
1: yeah, I I really enjoy it. I like where it's going. I just think it needs to get there just a little faster. <laughs> And I think every,
0: um, I think that's a common, that is the most common complaint from right? It, right? And I, I don't disagree. It's a, it's a fair this, assessment. This episode
1: is a great episode.
0: I really enjoyed it. All right, I so liked get, a lot of it. Let's get into it. So it's episode seven. Let's talk and or let's go through um, and just kind of hit on our, the way that I like to do it is just hit on anything that shows up and comes up and then just discuss it as we go. Um, so it's called the announcements. Um, hit me. Tell me what you liked about it.
1: I absolutely loved Space Miami. That just looked like a great place to hang out. I mean, here we Space are. We've got this series that's supposed to be setting up Andor to be, you know, this rebel leader. You know, the the guy that they give the the missions to, right? You know, off the books. And his first real mission, you know, he gets paid, he settles his debts at home and <coughs> Then he heads down to the beach for a little fun in the sun. You know, we're gonna rent a condo on the beach. We're gonna hit the nightlife. Uh, I don't think he was. I don't think he was happy to be there though.
0: Because maybe he's just really hungover. I don't know. And I say I say that because he sounded like he preferred to be with Bix and with Marva, but he wasn't Mm -hmm. able to. Right, he ran away. What he had to run away. Didn't have
1: to. Was he going to stay in the house the whole time? As well, soon as he, he, he found walked somewhere, outside. he could have found. He had options. Could he have stayed with his mother or Bix? No, but she told him what she was setting up, what the stakes were. Who and, Bix? No, his mother. Oh yeah, and what, what? he chose to, you know. Go spend on some, a little bit of that money. But Bix is telling and me, right. About it. Bix is telling me like, yeah, so Tim tried to
0: turn you in, right. Like, but it was, it's not just him now. Like Bix, it's not just him. Mm-hmm. It's, it's everyone. Like, look what you brought to us and everyone right. is
1: blaming you. So right. like, how, like, how could you stay there? Well, Cassie, at this point in the story can't stay there, Brent, because he's not a leader yet. But a leader would have stayed and faced what was happening and become the face of this rebellion that his mother was talking about and said, yeah, I screwed up, but I'll make it right. How bad do you think he wanted to tell
0: Marva that it was me? Oh, so bad. Because I hear some other discussion that they believe Marva is the one that tells Skarsgård about Cassian because Skarsgård knows so much about him in those Mm -hmm. early three episodes. so Or, yeah, the early episodes. But if Skarsgård knows about him from Marva, then wouldn't you think that Marva would know that Skarsgård was trying to recruit him for something? It's possible. It's possible. So it it seems like she's so in the dark with what's going on with that situation that I don't know if she is the source.
1: Was she in the dark or did she just not want to hear it? The more I don't know for sure, the more I can't tell. Plausible deniability, right?
0: Okay, okay. I can give you that. It's just—I mean,
1: she just seemed to be. She. She's like pretty I smart. She, she's put a lot together. And yeah, and
0: I and I thought she was more of a. Her
1: son disappears for a few days, and there's this big heist, and everybody's looking for who did it, and then he shows up, and he's got money enough to relocate them and pay off his debts um
0: i just i guess i saw her more of a mon mothma i thought i saw her as like a, a rebel leader on the outside as like a, like the leader of a cell um that was where my head was after watching the episodes as they picked him up from the uh, from the spaceship and i just don't see her as that anymore
1: because of the way that she was talking to Cassian. yeah she wants to go out fighting i mean she's a flat out said a rebellion
0: right and she wants to she wants to right because he that was the announcement right like Mm -hmm. they it gave her courage to stand out and did we ever so from the previous episode or was it this episode how clem actually died was he defending somebody like how like he walks out into the middle of the street that they turn like, around on him and i then he's dead the next couple of frames later
1: yeah it looked like he was trying to get them the crowd to calm down uh but like I, like i said earlier I, I really didn't get to rewatch this and i kind of watched it in a hurry i i didn't see him die
0: well they they didn't show they showed they talked about him being hung in the town right. square right and then they showed a picture of Cassian running to try to get him as the stormtroopers were turning. And then they showed like these legs like swinging in the foreground of a picture. So okay. that's as they were looking at the, at that town square. As and then was, they showed somebody else with
1: a club walking towards the clone troopers.
0: And that was, I think it was Cassian running towards the clone troopers to try to defend his dad.
1: Hmm
0: but like then they yeah so they show that like that foreground there's like legs swinging so you just assume that that was him hanging in the town square because they put him in the town square to send a message to everybody right and then marva said she couldn't walk through town square and now she can Hmm. so i have to go back and rewatch it space miami was cool i like the fact that there were some sand troopers not sand troopers uh short troopers. troopers Yeah. It wasn't just uh, that. So they were on the beach and San Miami. So there were shore troopers there. Um, I like
1: that fact. I like that weird, like synthesizer music. It was like the intro to Miami vice or something, you know, <laughs> going over the waves and the space pelicans flying. And
0: <laughs> it, it, yes, it was definitely, it, it was, was definitely an interesting environment.
1: It was different. And, you know, I like
0: different. I think it worked, um. and I. So I like the show because it's new. I like the show because it is fresh. I've told and talked for so long about how I want new stuff. I'm loving every minute of it because they are putting things that are new in. However, I there is one thing that well, I'll get into it in a second. I don't want to get into like what I don't like about it. Um, I'm trying to think of what my favorite part of this episode was probably the boardroom scenes both of them the empire boardroom scenes which makes me want to Mm -hmm. i want a show or a movie or something from the empire perspective
1: yeah i like that idea
0: because at this point oh my god they are ruthless and evil and like of course people are the oppression of the Empire. Of course like we we need to crush them and let them know that they can't do this to us ever again. Um, those speeches in that room were just... What was it, Admiral Your Yelaren? Yeah, so talk to me about him because this is where I'm not a Book of Alfie. I'm not like... Kate. I'm more than a casual fan, but I'm not a fan to know who that dude is. He
1: uh well i mean he was first in the clone wars cartoon he was the admiral for anakin's battle group okay was that the tom kane
0: voice yeah uh,
1: okay and then he then was in rebels as uh okay. isb he trained agent callus and now that's been Pushed all the way to a new hope that he was in the room with Tarkin and Vader and the rest of the Imperials when they were Vader when they dissolve the Imperial
0: Senate. The regional governors will now be. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I just didn't like. I guess it's because probably because I'm not a huge Clone Wars guy is why I didn't necessarily notice and Mm -hmm. understand who that was. But I knew that the dude was higher up. He was higher up right. because the other guy leading it, the other guy leading the ISB was sitting down. He wasn't standing up delivering the message. Right. So I knew that he was higher than that guy and the way that he was talking. And then he just casually was like, well, I met with Palpatine just yesterday or so. like right. we talked about it. So he name drops Palpatine. Did he, do you think he really talked to Palpatine or is he just name dropping it? So everybody's like, oh, this means something.
1: I would think he talked to Palpatine because um, going back to you know his history, he was an admiral in the Republic Navy, then was asked by Palpatine to come back and lead during the Clone Wars. He'd actually retired before the Clone Wars started. Okay. So him and Palpatine do have a history together. And he did mention that there was an emergency session of the Senate the next mm-hmm. day that Palpatine would give an address. Okay. So it's I would just, think, yeah, he did talk to him. Okay.
0: Okay. But no, like, what do you think about the response? How do you feel about the response? The response from who? The uh, empire to the theft.
1: I really like that uh, Deidre said, this is exactly what the rebels would want us to do. Right. She so, seems to be the only logical thinker in the right. empire. So not, is she, not only is she like a step ahead in you know, her job of tracking down the rebels, she's already way beyond the rest of the agents in trying to think what, what is it the rebellion would expect us to do? What is it they want us to do? Because the more tyrannical we are, the more people that are going to side with them. And as we're talking about how advanced she is
0: in her understanding, or at least she's mm-hmm. following this carrot, right? This was a carrot that she sees and she's following the carrot. She comes and then they go to the ISB meeting and she gets called to the carpet by her coworker again because he feels like she's trying to undermine him right. or sticking her, her nose in where it doesn't belong. And he, he has to eat some crow in there, I believe, because I feel like she bested
1: him. Well yeah, she did. She let him, she gave him the rope and he hung himself. Yeah. And uh, I, I can't remember his name, so I just call him Kyburn. You know, he sided with her and said, Well, look, this is our one person thinking outside the box, and she didn't break any rules, she followed the rules to a T. Well, she went like so huh,
0: she she didn't break the rules because she went outside of like, I don't know. It was just the way that it was. She re- like, reapplied the rules. In in a creative way to make yes. it sound like she was doing what she needed to do. And everybody else should be doing that is basically what he said. It was like, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe if other people were doing this, we
1: wouldn't be in this position. Yeah. But I'm with you. Then, I could listen to the Imperial part of it for quite a while and be interested in it. And then afterwards, He's like, watch your back. Right. Right. Because mm-hmm. now,
0: now you got a target. Now, not only is it the guy that you just took his job, you're going to have other people that are going to try to come at you and think that, like, at this point, it'll almost be like the McCarthy hearings and they, mm-hmm. oh, are you, a, you know, so much about him. Are you a rebel? Right. And she's, they're going to come at her.
1: Right. Uh, you know, uh, that was. One thing that I really enjoyed about the Thrawn, the original Thrawn trilogy, is they get into a lot of that uh, Imperial hierarchy and advancement. And, you know, there's a scene where a guy on his Star Destroyer screws up.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the guy's instantly fearing for his life. And Thrawn walks over to him and says, Explain what you did. So he does. And long story short, you know, he says, you spent too much time with Vader. Vader would have killed you. But me, yeah, you failed, but you were very ingenious in your what you were trying to do. You were trying something new rather than nothing. So you're promoted.
0: Right. Because I thought, I, I remember he was getting promoted. He failed, but then he ended up getting promoted. Right. Yeah. I but so from that i just want more of the empire i want more Mm -hmm. of those boardrooms i want i want more of that behind the scenes because i also want it to be from because they really do think they're doing the right thing the people that are in those positions really do think they're doing the right thing right so if you try to be mindful and try to look at it from the other perspective they're pissed man 80 million dollars
1: yeah you You would be a little upset when you're the organization that's supposed to stop that from happening And so the other
0: part too is, so they blew up Jeddah, the empire blew up Jeddah and they called it right. a mining disaster. Mm-hmm. The empire blew up Scarif and called it a mining disaster. How did the knowledge of this being a robbery get out so quick and they couldn't? Control the narrative with as big as this machine is. How could they not control the narrative of this being Mm. just an empire mistake or something that happened with the eye? It was like the eye caused some glitches and the math and the computers
1: went down or something. You know, that's a good question. I haven't really thought of it from that perspective. Well, yeah, why didn't they get their propaganda machine out in front of this? because um, it it seems like as soon as it happened,
2: it was out there, right? And it just doesn't uh,
0: The Empire seems like it's at the point, I guess it seems. And it may be that it tightens up more. but it seemed like they had their stuff tight, but they might not have. And that's that's why they needed to be tight. Mm. That's why because all of the other things I talked about, Jeddah and Scarif, were after this. So right. if you're gonna talk an in-universe answer, maybe this is what caused them to get that proper gana machine in the motion.
1: I could see that. But yeah. And I really like every time this this Kyburn agent talks, that dude is so evil. But
2: <laughs>
1: the way he talks, it makes <sighs> like I don't know the way it flows, and yeah. he 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 makes what he's saying seem logical and right when it's yeah gosh it's just despicable the things he's saying to do. Oh,
0: my favorite was the virus one from like early early episodes. Right, like they're a virus that, we, that virus, must, we're virus. We're healthcare.
1: <laughs> oh man. All right. So you know, we, we could destroy the virus or we could cure it. Man, that's some evil stuff, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about Slapface for a second and his art within this episode. Yep. Uh,
1: new job at space Dunder Mifflin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. I like that because essentially it was this giant room. It made me think of um, ready player one and the Sixers. Mm-hmm. um with uh so anybody that's watched that or seen that so it made me think of that movie with that just like endless cubicles in like endless space
1: and he's still focused
0: yeah. on
1: cassian oh yeah you can he, see with every little dial that he does that it's just eating him away
0: well not only that he brought up he the Interviewer: The the guy giving him his post brought up that he was on that one city, mm-hmm. and without prompting, he was like, "Yes, this is why I, this is da 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 da." Like, I don't think the guy was gonna ask him about why he wasn't there anymore. I don't think he was gonna ask any of those questions. He was just like, "Oh, you were here. That's where you lived." Like, I think it was just kind of a general conversation. And then he goes into this, like, line by line. Yes, two guys died because there was a rebel among us that was trying to – we're trying to root him out. I believe in catch, catching this man and justice, and I believe in the justice system. It's like, dude, it's killing you.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to see where his story goes. It's – Because he can't stay at Dunder Mifflin for long. No, you could just see him looking around, turning that dial, and it's just – how about, the, how about the brown suit? What do you
0: think that was? In the, the high collar. Oh, my God. His mom. His mom. <laughs> oh his my. mom is an amazing, stereotypical, overbearing mother that yes. just is uh, a yes. helicopter mom. However Look at you me. Want. Oh, my God. But she also called him out because essentially right. that's what, like, he is insecure. Like, everything that she said was accurate to Cyril. Mm-hmm. So I would agree. And she said she that's what it read from the collar, having the collar too high. Uh, just and the, I guess the other thing that stood out to me is obviously he was wearing a brown suit. No one wears a brown suit, because if you look in there, everybody's wearing blacks and grays mm-hmm. and he's in there with a brown suit.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't yeah. really notice that. I'll have to right. pay right. attention next time I watch it.
0: Everything in there is dark like so the whole room is black and white right so the pods that they're in are ringed with white lights but they're like black and like the ground is like a shiny reflective black everything in that dunder mifflin was like a black and white cell in a way and then those cubicles that he got shown to but the guy that was walking him around was wearing more of a earth not earth tones but more black white or black white brown um I did notice blue. he was
1: wearing a tie too
0: okay
1: it was, was kind of weird because it didn't go around his neck. It just clipped to the top of his shirt, but it was a tie. You're talking about the guy, the yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah?
0: I didn't pick up on that. I mean, it was just I picked up a little bit on that color, like the fact that his stood out because it was so different, which is what mom was trying to tell him. and Like, why are you wearing a brown suit? Who wears a brown suit? But yeah, no, I th- and like, because when the news came through, you could see that he was turning the dial. I don't know if it was on the radio, but it was, it was like, oh, he caught a whiff of it. And he's, it's got to be this guy. It's got to be him. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I do like the fact that they have breaking news in Star Wars.
0: Okay. So that's one, that's where I was going to go earlier on when I said, no, I'll talk about it later. All right. I, I'm all about the new, but you should have done that as a hollow that should have been a hollow that mm-hmm. shouldn't be a tv in the wall right like i this is the one thing that i'm like the one thing that i will say that i'm angry about or not angry but it's the one thing i didn't like in all of all this other star wars you don't really have i mean you have the tv in the wall in rogue one when she's talking to Gale or when uh they let saw know that uh krennic was coming to get them so there mm-hmm. is a little bit of history of having those monitors there's monitors in the ships but like all of that news came from three holograms the holodex hot like so i'm okay with having the breaking news i love the fact that there's breaking news what i didn't like was the fact that it was coming through on
1: a 1950s tv i'm with you there yeah that seemed a little out of place
0: (laughs) It's minor though. It's not something that's gonna keep me from watching the show, but right. it was one of the, it was my it was one of my minor gripes. And then I didn't even really notice it, but I guess there was the lawn chair at beach uh, Star Wars Miami mm-hmm. Space Miami. There was like one of those like nineteen seventies lawn chairs. So I love that. And so, so then
1: we go to let's see, we we hit Luthan Shop again. Yeah, little Palace of Wonders, <laughs> and you know just this conversation between Mon Mothma and Luthen it was, it was great. Great dialogue. Uh, a lot. I liked how he kept calling her out on what she wanted to say or what she was thinking and couldn't say. I thought that was really good. You, need, you really get the feeling that eventually this, uh, you know, it's, uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing can't yeah. go on much longer. He's going to get caught out. <sighs>
0: yeah i i I thought she was more like so and this is just the headcanon right i thought she was more in the know i thought that she was the one that was pulling strings right so the headcanon was she goes to talk to luthan because she knows that this is going to happen but luther seems to be the one that's pulling the strings he seems to be the one that's getting things organized and going she's part of it because she knows she wants to be a part of it because she doesn't like what the empire is doing and she had money that she could spend but i just thought she was more in the know than what she is currently at the moment right now
1: and more in control because it doesn't look like she has any control of any aspect of her life I would agree. Her life seems like a pretty big mess right now, and yeah, I, I agree with you. It is kind of interesting how little she seems to know or be involved with, other than getting money. That seems to be her thing—is to finance this, right? And then Luthen's like, "You can't even
0: get it because they're watching your bank accounts now. So I got to get it from somewhere. So stop coming at
1: me, right? And you know he." Flat out tells her, yeah, I expect the Empire to retaliate. That's what's going to happen. If but we're going to have a rebellion, also, the Empire's going to fight back. And
0: I, I think I wrote down as much as I could, but what did he say? Um, um, oh, who has ever made a weapon that has not used it? When he was, he picked up that weapon and he gave it mm-hmm. and said, who has made a weapon and not used it? And that is giving me chills as I talk about it because that is so true, real world and in universe. Obviously right. the Death Star, you have the Star Killer base, you have the Dreadnought that was firing the orbital strike to kill the bases, the Ion Cannon, right? Like naming Star Wars specific things. And then go to the, we made a nuclear bomb to use a nuclear bomb we made like scud missiles and weapons of mass destruction we made mustard gas to use mustard gas like who makes a weapon to not use and i was just that's so true i that just struck me as like an amazing state like line
1: yeah i would agree
0: um so that was the next one was that like we need them to overreact Right? So mm-hmm. he did this. You hit him at their heart. We need them to overreact because it's that overreaction, which is exactly what Deborah said. That overreaction is we'll bring the other star systems and bring the other systems in and bring the Rebels out. It'll inspire because they're like, no, we knew what it was like before this. We're going to go back to that eventually. So, so yeah. I'm just curious to see where Deborah goes because she... T- is she going to get higher or is she going to get blamed as being a rebel? She... Right. There's still I... that scene of her with the death troopers walking into a cityscape mm-hmm. with a, with a mean face on from the previews that we haven't
1: seen. And her saying to somebody something along the lines of what have I caught in my net? What kind of fish have I caught her? So I can't remember exactly.
0: And she also said, she's also said Cassie and Andor's name. Mhm. It was her voice I think it was in the background of a different like picture but in that preview her voice said Cassian Andor and at this point she doesn't know who Cassian Andor is,
1: right? Yeah, there's different shots of her that we haven't seen in the trailer yet. I think there was one of them in a room overlooking like a projection of the city. Mm-hmm. The I I can't remember the name of it yet, but uh <sighs> I think we've set up both sides here pretty well to have, you know, one foot on each side of the line. And now we're going to start building up to who steps over the line with both feet first. You know, Uh, I I think the empire stepped over the, with both feet first, right? Like just this
0: overreaction, like you see, we haven't seen the
1: overreaction yet. But in a way you have,
0: in a way you have it. They kicked, They picked up Cassian, who literally was just walking on the beach, and threw him in jail for six years. Right. So, like, there, like that, in and of itself, is showing you that.
1: But that, yeah, does that have anything to do with the heist, though, or is that just commonplace for local thieves? You know, no, because I believe that's an
0: overreaction to the heist because the the magistrate or whoever the judge was she started chuckling and she's like oh it's sorry that you were this used to be a six-month sentence now it's yeah, a six years so like this is part of his overreaction she
1: said got sentenced to six years for just walking now they thought he was a part of that group right but still did you notice what the person in front of him got in trouble for no they're uh basically their dog taking a dump somewhere i think the isn't a the star wars dog is the massive sure and yeah i can't remember the exact words they they (laughs) use but it was basically yeah your your dog took a crap somewhere that it shouldn't have so you're going to jail
0: yeah so which leads me well there's one more thing before we get talking about that because i think they put their lead feet over the over the fire they're going deep in and your rebels are going to start slowly chipping away at that, I think. Um, but let's talk about Vel and Luthan's assistant. One thing that I thought was pretty cool is she gets off of the transport. I don't know if she was going somewhere or wherever she's walking through. You see the stormtroopers. You see the the officers in their black uniforms. Mm-hmm. She walks past them, kind of just making sure, act, act, act casual, fly casual. I don't know, just... Fo- don't get too close
1: so she's walking but don't past make them it look like you're trying time. not to get too close
0: there you go <laughs> i don't know fly casual so she walks past them and then she stops at like a t junction and there's a chalk outline
1: of a shape mm-hmm. now did you make out what the shape was uh it looked like a circle with a line through the middle
0: of it. Right. It, it there's a part of me that looked like the wheat from like uh the Boba Fett like almost there was that kind of a look to it, but it looked like a rebel symbol. I, I took it as like this is you need to move here, right? Like a, yeah. a, as a covert drop
1: I've made the drop or you need to come see me at this location. Yeah, that's what I took it as cuz I've read a lot about the symbol today. What what did it what was it was it the Crimson Dawn symbol or you know? I don't know. It was a symbol on the ground. Yeah, it was rebel speak. And I, I like the fact that they're both wearing high heels.
0: I, and I think that's one of the things that we as Star Wars fans. Yeah, I didn't notice that they were both wearing high
1: heels. Yeah, because they both. I knew when that they were Val walking. It like click 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 right. All dressed up. The hallway. And yeah, here yeah we I knew have that a little... she was. I, she was and. I, we get a little more of this espionage going on. I like that. Yeah. So, how did you take that conversation?
0: Do you think that that was a Do you think that was a hit for on Cassian? Yes. Okay. He's loose in that they got to tie up. Do you think that Luthen is ordering the hit, or do you think that she's ordering the hit because she knows that Cassian's a loose cannon?
1: I really haven't decided on that yet because Luthien in the last episode was, he he couldn't sleep because he said he wasn't a hundred percent sure about Cassian or that he didn't vet him a hundred percent, that he was the only one that could come back to him. So I don't know. Yeah, I guess it could be the assistant taking matters into her own hand.
0: And that's what I was trying to figure out like as I was watching it because I've watched it a few times because I'm off. I, I'm still on my fall break. So I have a lot of free time. So if, I've run through it a couple times and I'm not sure if Luthen like, because it seems like Luthien wants Cassian. It seems like Luthen recruited Cassian because you were talking about it. And you kind of gave me this idea that he planted the device right. or set the device up so he could find and make sure Cassian got it. So to see if this guy really was as good as the people are saying he is. Right. So if he's doing that, it sounds like he wants Cassian around.
1: Right, but I think there's always going to be that protective nature of Luthan to keep himself a mystery. And I think in just that little bit of time that he was with Cassian, he saw exactly what he wanted, but he let his guard down and let Cassian know too much information about himself. Yeah and he can't have any loose ends that come back to him. Which doesn't really make sense, though, because Val knows who he is. Which is going to be my next question is,
0: I think Cassie has built up enough goodwill with Val that she's not going to carry out the hit. Because she kill, he kills Skeen, which was her friend. They'd been living in the woods for a month. Mm-hmm. He's, he saw a different side of Skeen than she saw. Cause he was d- being good at hiding it. Right. Cause he was planning to play the double agent. So he kills that skein and then he comes in and he's like, look, you can have the bulk of the money. All I need is what I was promised. Right. He was going to, he was going to kill you and take all the money. This is what we're doing. And then he walks, right. and Gives her mm-hmm. the money. She takes the money back. They get all this, they get all the stuff going. So he didn't have to, like scoundrels don't just walk away from $80 million. Scoundrels no. scoundrels will find another way to get more of that money, right? So, yeah, I agree. So I think by doing that, this is just me thinking, right? By doing that, you're going to build up goodwill within Val, which is why when the uh, Clea or whatever her name is, mm-hmm. says to Val that we need to take care of him. He's like, you mean kill him? But that's why i think it was like you mean kill him like in that kind of tone because i think that. she she's shocked because of what he did for them and how he helped them and then he just walks without taking more of the money because he easily could have killed her and taken all the money and flown away and had 80 million dollars to go spend in space miami
1: that would have been a good week
0: wouldn't it yeah especially in the 1980s when Miami Mm -hmm. Vice was.
1: (laughs) yeah, and uh, the assistant even kind of tells her to, yeah, I I can't remember what exactly she said about skiing, but basically, yeah, we kind of expected that. So no big loss. So. Gotcha. All
0: right. So we're hitting the, we're hitting about an hour and a half ish or maybe a little bit less than that. So we've gone for a hot minute. Um, what speculation and or sum up about and or like, we know that it's probably not hitting all of the right notes for all of us, but we are definitely intrigued. I think both of us are intrigued. Cause why else? Oh yeah. I'm talk, on board. Why else would we talk for 45 minutes about it right. if we weren't intrigued by it? Um. But so what is some speculation going forward? What do you think we're going to do? Where are you going to go? What are we going to see as we sum up hmm. and wrap up? I think
1: Andor's going to jail here mm-hmm. but i, I think th- think I, he's going to make some contacts in jail
2: okay
1: i think we're going to figure out why they're not wearing shoes
0: because i feel like that scene is what we're, we're going to be getting this episode i feel like in this episode we're going to get that part of the trailer them walking in white, them with no shoes on, and then them running out of the prison. And it could be not, it may not be this episode, it may be the next episode, but I feel like the prison is going to be a major factor in this episode coming up.
1: I think I'm going to speculate and say, I know we say no cameos, no major cameos, but I think we're going to see some of those guys from Rogue One show up in this prison where he goes do you mean like the south Sal- saw and the part No, the the that rebel group that went to scarif the ones that all volunteered to go
0: okay the ones that were all in his u-wing
1: yeah i think we're gonna meet some future rebels in this prison and get some he's type gonna, of breakout he's gonna recruit while he's there they're gonna recruit him yeah Okay. Or vice versa. I don't know. I think we're going to meet some interesting people in jail is what I'm trying to say. Gotcha. And I really love seeing uh, the K2 models. I I don't know who designed those, but those are on near Terminator levels of just (laughs) absolutely scary.
0: So my thing is, where are they in the rest of Star Wars, right? Why aren't they on the prison level of the Death Star? Right right. right,
2: right, 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 I yeah. know,
0: I know, right, I get it. Like that's all in universe, that yeah. the real world answers, they weren't divined yet.
1: Da, 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 da. The Death Star is gigantic, you know, they only went to a little part of it. So they were on Yeah, but you would
0: think that they would be in the prison. They're so, really slow. Really slow. Yeah, but they can uh when they get their hands on a Cassian, they can choke his throat out pretty easy.
1: Yeah, and that's the, the scary part of them is that you know they're they're they are slow but they don't stop and they're immensely strong so and then you know one of them you're going to fall in love with and feel sad when he dies
0: all right final thoughts parting
1: shot sir i really like this series i just need a little more action i i really like this episode i like the politics of it i love the imperial part of it i love the dinner party and mm-hmm. I love you know Mon Moth and the, the way she kept saying smile, keep smiling, <laughs> laugh a right. little bit. Right. Just two old friends. Uh you know, like I said in our, our chat today, you know, that it's got a lot of the elements of the Jason Bourne movies, as far as the spies, the espionage, the double agents, the the, the politics, all that stuff, but it needs those action pieces yeah to break it it up a little
0: bit it needs something but I think the prison break is definitely going to have in the next two episodes I feel like you're going to get some action because you're going to get a prison break you have to get a prison break
1: if Cassian goes to jail and anybody that wants to say I'm being negative or critical I said before I fully expect to eat my words I want to that's why I I talk that way because I want this show to be amazing gotcha I wanted to say, wow, I never expected that to happen.
0: My last parting shot is I like the new. Uh, Give me more new. Give me more of all of this stuff. Um, I'll enjoy it. I don't know if everybody else will, but I'll enjoy it because we're trying to go in a different direction. We're trying to try new things. We're trying to introduce a lot of new characters. Um, And there's a lot of intrigue that is brought up. And we didn't really hit on that dinner party, The the fun people coming over. Um, but this is I don't know what episode number is I'm not good at recording those down and you know what I give Joe crap about saying uh, all of the social medias at the beginning at the top of the show and I forgot to do it so you can follow us at rule the galaxy on Twitter you can follow us at uh, email us at rule at gmail.com you can we have an instagram it's a rule the galaxy i believe and then tiktok which is run by ddoc our ddoc tiktoker that is rule the galaxy podcast so find rule the galaxy podcast if you want to wear a cool rule the galaxy logo because i know it's a sweet logo um, we have it on some shirts and sweatshirts that's at an etsy shop all caps rule the galaxy all together um, and those should show up we got some hats some sweaters um, it's breast cancer awareness month we have some pink sweaters um, if you are into breast cancer awareness and a pink shirt we have pink shirts pink hoodies uh, pink shirts um, yeah check us out out thank you very much for sitting around and hanging out with us um, for Alfie uh, this is Brent saying may the force be with you